Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Bigger Picture with Ryan Huang. Money FM 89.3, good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. Elliot Danker, Bharati Jagdish and Ryan Huang with you. It's time now for The Bigger Picture. An era of prolonged volatility. That's what we've been seeing, right? In the last few weeks, the year has indeed begun in this wild, wild fashion. What can we expect for the rest of the year and especially in Asia, Ryan? Yeah, it was a topsy-turvy week last week and we had a wild ride. But we did end off Friday on a high note. Indexes on Wall Street in the green, but... It's back to red again, perhaps in the move for Chinese New Year. So we have a short-term work week to look out for with holidays across the board for major markets like China and later on Hong Kong. Uh, so this is going to mean a quieter trading week. So investors are also trying to find a feat around the latest Federal Reserve signals. So check, to get a bigger picture, let's check in with Chris Brankin. He's the CEO of TD Ameritrade Singapore. Morning, Chris. How are you doing today? Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Happy uh, Eve of Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese New Year Eve, Chris. Now, let's talk about what's happening since the Fed meeting. Uh, we've got a lot of signals coming out with more aggressive, possibly uh, rate hikes to come. How is this all shaping up for trading this week? Look, uh, look I think it's a big week in terms of this overall direction. And it's kind of unique with you know parts of around Asia being closed uh, is because we've been really a sentiment-driven market over the last kind of 12-month period. Uh, now, as we see central banks and especially the Fed kind of tightening or ending some of their taper policies, and we saw some of the tone and, mm. and, and the language we got from the Fed last week, is as people start to digest in terms of what's going on in terms of central bank policies around the globe, like how is that going to impact their trading strategies? So if we look out to the future a little bit, we see the Fed funds futures, you know, kind of the probability that they're going to raise rates at that March meeting is, is almost kind of baked in. You know, so we're almost at like 88% is the probability right now if you look at it. Even if you look at a little bit further down, like there's about a 12% chance that they raise 50 basis points in March. So not really likely at this point, I think, is the Fed is going to probably be a little bit more cautious. Uh, and then if you look at some of the big investment banks, you know, they're, they're calling for four rate hikes here in, in 22, which, you know, I think people are trying to figure out, you know, is, is that going to spook the markets? Mm. Is that going to be some kind of uh, headwinds as we start you know, off the year here and uh, heading into February? Yeah, Chris, since the Fed meeting, we've got Atlanta Fed President Rafael Bostic give an interview to the Financial Times and he did not rule out a 50 percentage point rate hike in March. So what are the chances of that happening in terms of that magnitude? And if that happens, what will that mean for markets? Well, so I, like, I don't think that that's going to happen. I think the Fed's always been very data dependent and in terms of, you know, and they've always been ultra cautious. Uh, and if we look at it, I, I'm not in that camp that we're going to see runaway inflation that's going to cause the Fed and other central banks around the globe, you know, the reason to give them more ammunition to raise rates at a more aggressive stance. And I say this for, for a particular reason. As you look at certain economists and analysts, you know, talk about different pricing pressures, of, you know, why they might raise rates. Everything is pricing in worst case scenario right now. But we have everything from global tensions, you know, rising U.S. dollar, less accommodative central banks, sustained, you know, long-term inflation, you know, supply chain issues, labor shortages, COVID, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if we take COVID, off the table, and we start to get to a more normalized economy, I, I think we would have 
less of these supply chain issues, less of the labor shortages in the U.S., which would give the Fed some reason to not be so aggressive in other central banks around the world in terms of the tightening policy, which would kind of put us back to more of that, like, three rate hikes for 22. And I think that would, you know, it would really kind of take some of the jitterness off the table in terms of as investors and central banks around the globe right now are really talking that inflation scenario, a worst case scenario. Yeah, Chris, you mentioned inflation as one of the big factors to watch out for, and we've seen that really hit, um, well, decade highs in the U.S. as well as in Asia. Are you seeing investors gravitating to a certain sectors with that backdrop? Uh, yeah, look, I mean, it's a, it's a generation, you know, high in terms of some of these uh, numbers, you know, for, you know, 40 years in terms of the CPI in the U.S. But w- what we have seen is, especially our Asian-based customers, a little bit more. Uh, optimistic, I think, than our, our overall population lately. And we've seen them kind of move into some, we'll call the more cyclical areas of the market. And, and if we look at what, what they're moving into is, mm. is, you know, over the last kind of four-week period, we've seen more consumer discretionary moving back into the information technology area, which has had a wild week last week. You know, had to have a strong stomach to trade some of that. And then also, if we're potentially heading into a rising interest rate environment, uh, we do see some focus uh, from our, our Asian customers and also our total population and overall financials. So financials would be a beneficial area. You know, so the big banks uh, across the globe and the U.S. if we do start rising into a uh, rising interest rate environment. Yeah, Chris, also worth noting, we are looking at the Russell 2000, the small cap benchmark index, in a rather bear market territory right now, down nearly 20% from its intraday record recently. So if you look at that happening, what does that tell you about the sentiment in the U.S.? Are we near a bottom when you look at how markets are panning out? Uh, look, it's one of the number one questions people ask me at this point. Like, is this is this the time that you know we're we're near a bottom? So I, I will tell you from you know what you see markets. You know, volatility is we'll call that fear gauge. You know, so it was recently around you know, that thirty four level, which is pretty high. You know, so that 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 fear gauge kind of drives the overall uncertainty. But you know, I think. Are we at that bottom? Like, you know, I, I, I'm probably in that camp that we probably are. I think volatility is a little bit overdone. But what we see our customers here at TD Ameritrade, uh, especially across, you know, our Singapore, is they are slowly kind of dipping their toe in the water, you know. And, and over the last 12 months, when you buy that, when you've been buying these dips, you have been rewarded, you know. And mm-hmm. I think as, as we see our customers continue to kind of, focus more towards the consumer discretionary, the information technology, the financial areas. I think that's going to be a telltale sign in terms of overall customer sentiment and customer confidence, you know, in terms of not what's just going on in the U.S., but what's going around in the globe. Yeah, we'll have a lot to track in the coming months. In the meantime, Chris, uh, happy Lunar New Year in advance, and we'll check in with you soon. Chris Franken, CEO of TD Ameritrade Singapore. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.